Welcome to the Gorilla Trading Podcast. We are doing a podcast to maximize the amount of value on your journey to becoming a full-time trader. Because as you know, as a trader, there will be many obstacles and roadblocks we will face. And it's about overcoming these obstacles by creating processes, creating a rock solid mindset, and creating a consistent routine, which will allow you to have that consistency in the markets. So are losses a bad thing in trading? Well, to be honest with you, there's a yes and a no answer. Losses are a bad thing if you're not following your plan. But also you have to understand losses are always going to be a part of trading because again, it's based on probability. So today what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you three steps. The first step is about journaling your trades. Now this is vitally important. It's very important that you write down when you're journaling your trades, everything about that trade. So what I like to do is I like to write down not just what it is about the trade, but also the emotional state you're in. Again, each and every one of us have different things going on in our life, different circumstances. Have you been busy that morning? right? Have you been stressed out that morning? And how do you feel? So what I like to do is every time that I take a trade, I write down how I'm feeling, how I feel about that trade. And what we tend to find is by you doing this, you can gauge your emotional state by how you feel about this trade. Now, let me give you an example. If you have a trade that you're 100% confident with, it's likely that you're going to be able to take that trade. You'll write down, I was happy with this trade. I'm very confident. But sometimes what happens is you're not really sure whether it follows your plan, this trade. And sometimes you're in that gray area and you're a bit um in an R and you're not really sure. What happens here is you tend to write down more things about why you like it, why you don't like it. And you're trying to convince yourself to get into this trade. Now, normally these are trades that you know in your gut through your backtesting, through your subconscious, that it's not a great trade. But what happens is your emotions come involved and you start taking trades that don't really follow your plan. So again, by you writing this down, you can look back at the weekend when you do your ASR, which is an advanced self-review, you can review and actually work out based on your emotional state, whether you feel a certain way when you're taking good trades, when you feel a certain way, when you feel bad trades. And this can help you really understand that if you feel a certain way and you're not confident, then to sit on your hands and don't take that trade. Because again, think about it. If you're confident in something, it's likely you're not going to be hesitant. It's likely you're not going to be umming and ahhing and trying to convince yourself to take a trade. Now, it's very common, right? How many of you have had this? How many of you have actually tried to convince yourself that something fits your plan? You then take that trade. After that trade plays out, whether it wins or loses, you look back and go, well, actually, I didn't follow my plan. How did I not notice this? Because sometimes we are blinded by our subconscious that's trying to convince us to take trades that don't follow our plan. So again, most important thing is making sure that you journal. By journaling, it's really going to help you elevate your trading and understand where you can improve. Also, remember understanding that sometimes you will take winners, sometimes you will take losses. But by you being able to journal, you can review whether they are good trades and whether you followed your plan. So step two is finding an accountability partner. Now, for me, I found that very, very good because what you're able to do is you're able to keep yourself accountable to someone. You're able to tell them what your trade plan is. And if you are not following your plan, you're able to understand through someone else's eyes how to review that, how to improve, and also create processes, different processes that happen that they can teach you to overcome. Because sometimes when you're looking at it through your own eyes, it's very easy to lie to yourself. And it's also very easy to ignore some of the losses, right? And some of the wins you didn't well, get involved in. Sometimes you miss trades, right? When you miss those trades, you then say to yourself, well, it didn't really matter. But when you've got an accountability partner, they will make sure you understand it does matter and they will keep you accountable. And by doing so, it's likely that you're going to follow your plan. Now, I do know a few people in our community that have taken it to some extremes. We know that someone has an accountability partner and if they self-sabotage, they have to pay the other person 250 
£50 as a penalty. Now, of course, that's quite an extreme measure, but everyone has different processes that they have that keeps themselves accountable and make sure that they're not revenge trading or self-sabotaging. So again, I would highly recommend finding someone that trades the same way as you within the community and making sure that you understand that they will keep you accountable because by keeping yourself accountable it's less likely that you're going to deviate from your plan because you don't want to let yourself and of course your accountability partner down. So the third step is actually reviewing the first two steps. So going over your journaling, going over with your accountability partner and really working out how you can refine and improve your trading. Now it comes down to all aspects. You can look at actually the technicals and work out well hold on if I keep getting stopped out by one pip I need to understand that I need to back test more and work out whether I need to change my stop loss to make it better for that pair because each and every pair is different. For example, you may take losses after loss after loss and you're only getting taken out by one pip before it moves the other way. So what you would do is you would work out what is the best pip size for your stop loss and be able to improve your trading using that way. You also may be able to look at your psychology, able to look at your mindset. How can you make that better by creating a trade plan and a checklist? Again, by having a checklist, this will allow you to not be as emotional. You'll have a yes or no question. What do I mean by that? Well, what we like to do is we look at a trade plan. You take your trade plan and you make it into a checklist. You have maybe 10 questions asking yourself, certain questions about what it is you want to get into that trade. Now, of course, if you tick off each and every one of those checklists, it will make you accountable because you know now that, of course, you've ticked off everything and you take that trade without hesitation. But what happens if you don't tick off all of that? Well, now you understand that that doesn't follow your plan. So it allows you to stay out of the market, even if the market moves without you, allowing you not to have that fear of missing out, which is a very common emotion, or even have that hesitation. So again, all of these emotions, what you're doing is you're protecting them. You're protecting your mindset so that you're able to stick to your plan, right? And you're able to, of course, improve your plan by, of course, looking at your emotional state. Also, another key thing is to concentrate on the positives. A lot of us, we look at things negatively. We look at everything on how to improve the bad. For example, if we look at the most common thing that each and every one of us done when we first started trading, what did we do? We want to take less losses. We want to avoid the losses. We want to make sure that we can have bigger stops so we don't have a loss. Again, it was all focused on how to not lose rather than focusing on how to make more profit. Now, this is what we do at Gorilla Trading is we focus on our positive trades. We focus on what allows us to get into those big trades, understanding that you will, of course, still take the losses, but you will also be involved in all the big wins. So it's really about changing your mindset, changing your focus from not looking at the negatives and the losses, but actually looking at the winners and the positives. How can you get involved in more of the winners, understanding that if you get involved in the winners, there will still be some losses, but you will, of course, have taken all of the winners, which will give you a high profit expectancy. Thank you very much for listening to the Gorilla Trading Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to leave us a star rating on whatever streaming service that you are listening to. Also, make sure you check out the upcoming podcast. As you know, we have a large community of like-minded individuals all on the same path to that consistency on becoming a full-time trader. So if you like what you hear and you like what you see with Gorilla Trading, please don't forget to click the link below that will take you to our websites. And I look forward to seeing you on the other side side.